This is LifeLinks with a DL link. Five minutes past 12 o'clock. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you? And uh, I hope that you are enjoying this glorious, glorious Thursday afternoon. Yep, summer has arrived. Well, not summer, although it does feel like summer. Certainly spring and the blossoms are in full bloom and I'm just so loving it and just loving these beautiful green, vibrant green leaves. The first leaves of the summer. Always, always beautiful to witness. And we're on such a high because, well, last week this time, we were kicking off charity and um, of course the DL link had a huge target to meet raising funds to build the Riffelwell Center um, the house has been bought um, but just turning the center into an incredible meeting place a place for therapy a place for um, connection and support of cancer warriors and um, and their families and their friends um, so we really really are absolutely delighted that I'm sure you've heard, but for those of you who have not, not only did we meet um, the target, but we beat the target, went beyond. So over 5 million rand was raised in just 24 hours, and that is for the DL Link and specifically for the Refuel Center. So thank you. Thank you, our community, for really putting all your support behind this incredible um, initiative and just ensuring that the DL Link can continue to do the work that they do within the community. And, you know, lots of stories come in all the time. We just... We just hear about people just walking off the street and walking into the office and giving money or people taking time off school, some kids and working in the call center. It's just an incredible community that we are a part of. So we thought for the first part of the show, we would tell a few and share a few stories of some of the incredible people who helped us realize our dreams. And also then the last half hour of the show, we're going to be looking at mind-body connection. We're going to look at um, health and well-being. We're going to look at homeopathy. Really exciting topics, and hopefully you'll be contributing to those topics. So whatever you have planned for the next hour, just make sure that you switch everything off, unplug from the world, um, and stay tuned to the DL Link Show, where we connect you through insights, information, and illumination on 101.9 High FM. So I have someone in the studio who is, um, well, he's an incredible person. You know, he just happened to be walking along and he decided on his own to change people's lives. So I want to welcome a leader, um, a bigger pardon, a leader. We'll talk to a leader. Leader is Mike's mom. I'd, I'd like to talk to Mike. And I think, Mike, your surname, Buka Bakala. Bakala. Mike, Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for coming into the studio. You're welcome. So, Mike, and I can see you so smartly dressed. You go to Sandringham High. Yes. And so tell me what you were doing last Thursday. Come a little bit closer to the mic. Um, Last Thursday, well, on Wednesday, I was walking home from school. Yeah. And I saw the the sign for donations. So I asked the lady who was going her way to go and donate. I asked her what's going on and she gave me information. So I told the pers- the people that I wanted to come and donate afterwards, but I couldn't because of something, of time. Right. So the next day when I was going to school, I stopped by and donated six rand. That's fantastic. That is that is incredible, Mike. Do you, had you heard of the deal link before? Have you, heard, have you heard of this organization? So what made you decide to go the next day and take your money 
and donated to to this organization. Um, I just realized that those these people where the who the money is gonna go to need the money more than me, and it is written in the Bible. Jesus said that you should do to others what you what you would like them to do to you. So if I was in their place, I would be. I'll be desperate for someone to donate some money for me to get better. But I, I will really want that. So I'm putting myself in their place the way they're feeling. So I'm just, I just donated six and hopefully it will help. That's fantastic, Mark. I mean, I can, I'm just looking at your mother out of the corner of my <laughs> eye, and that's how a good mother raises a good si- a son. And I'm going to be talking to your mom in a moment after the break. But, you know, you, you, you embody the true spirit of what charity was all about because the week before we had this great um, evening and big companies were um, talking about money. And, you know, when you work for a big company, you've got the money, right? You can just hand the money over. And if you've got a lot of money, you hand the money over. And we were saying that a part of charity is getting everyone out there to give whatever they can so that they are a part of something great. And you embody that, that you went and you gave your money is just testament to the spirit of the organization and of this wonderful community that we live in. Mike, you're fantastic. Thank Let's you. take a quick break. And then afterwards, we're going to chat to Mike Samama, a leader. Stay with us. This is Lifelinks with a DL link. It's 11 p.m. Carabo is working late, alone, when suddenly... Hello, Carabo. Hey, Mo! When? Hmm? Shouldn't you be fixing things? And you call yourself a landlord, no chal. Need better space? Rent office, industrial or retail space without the drama. Call Redefined Properties. We're not landlords, we're people. This is Lifelinks with a DL link. Thank you for staying with us. This is the DL Link Show, where we connect you through insights, information, and illumination here on 101.9 High FM. Um, wow. So charity. So the DL Link. So over 5 million rand raised in just 24 hours. And that is thanks to you, your generosity. You know, we waited. We heard people gave up their time and, and everybody contributed. As I said just before the break, you know, for companies to give a whole lot of money you know it's a lot easier than the individual going and and opening a drawer or opening a piggy bank and taking money out and giving that to people who really need the money and our guest today um, Mike um, Bakala really embodies that the spirit um, of the giving so Elida welcome lovely to have you on the show thank you you must be a proud mom I am indeed I am I mean, for your son to be walking home and to see a sign and to inquire, you know, what is this all about? And it's one thing to say, oh, well, I don't have time. Don't we all know that? Sorry, I can't help now. I don't have time. And he didn't have the time, but he then came back Hmm. and he made good the promise that he had made to himself. I am very proud and happy to be his mother. And the most is happy to know that all the value that I teach them. They go out there and help also. So it's very, it's incredible. It's I'm a, happy. It's, it's fantastic. So yeah. you live here in Sandringham? I live in Sandringham. It's, it's been yes. about three to four years now. How's Sandringham? Are you enjoying it? We're enjoying it. Oh. Yeah, it's a nice environment, nice area to live in. Yes. Had you heard of the DL Link before? 
Um, I was walking by also when I was coming from work because his dad couldn't pick me up. Then I saw the by the the advert by where he went to, but I thought it was something that was going to stay for long. So when I got a call about what he did, I was very very happy. Oh, we we <laughs> you know that's why we wanted to have you on the show, and we've also got um, Yechil who's going to be joining us just now because he volunteered his time, and it also had a very at a pivotal moment in his life. And that's what we always hear. These are the stories we hear. We have people who come into the studio and they give of their time. Just a few weeks ago, mm. we had some youngsters, young teenagers, who enjoy flying drones. And they thought, oh, well, how can we turn it into a business? Oh, so that's what that's they did. Great. They started to plan birthday parties and they organized birthday parties where they would fly drones. And then there's this young young man at a young teenager who came in who, who has uh, he's been living with an illness from a young age and because mm. of that he hasn't been able to go to school and he hasn't had many birthday parties and he hasn't spent a lot of time with his friends That's it. Yeah. and so these young guys said you know what we're going to give you we're going to uh, we're going to just donate our time and our energy and we're going to give you a birthday party and that's what they did they gave this this young teenager a beautiful birthday party with the drones and he had his friends over and it was such it a was it, it was fantastic because it changed everything it, he connected yeah. with his friends again yeah. and he yeah. started to socialize with his friends again and that the, these are the stories we hear yeah. so mike you just now fall into the story of you know you are the future and your is the future these young guys they're the future and it's a future exactly. of giving and connecting yeah. and going beyond the self yes yeah Really. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, so, so wonderful to, to have you on the show. Elida, is there anything else you want to say? How many, how many children do you have? I've got, uh, four boys. <laughs> and we, I, I always teach them these kind of things because, uh, sometimes we go around the area. I make food, I cook, and then we go give to the needies. Do you really? Wow. Yes, we do wow. that. So it's, it's a good thing that to, to, to give time to those who really need time. So, mm. I'm very proud of Mike because when you know that what you're telling your kids inside the house and they're going out there to put it in practice, mm. it's very, it's that, a good thing. Exactly, because yeah, you can teach is. and teach and teach. Yes. So, Mike, you've got three brothers, older or younger? Um, some one or one younger than two younger than me. The smallest one goes to crash, and the middle one goes is is in grade seven. Okay. And the oldest one is in university. University? What's he studying? Um, you're studying engineering, chemical engineering, yeah. chemical engineering. Mm-hmm. Yes. Fabulous. So the two younger ones are going to look up to you, and hopefully they're going to be following in your footsteps. Definitely. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna we're gonna stop for a break, but I just want to thank you both for coming into the studio, for thank sharing you. your story, thank Mike, you. for you know inspiring people out there who are thinking about doing something, and you can think about it, and then you've just got to do it so thank you and thank you for helping us raise all that money and it's going to such a good cause this incredible center is going to be built and i'm hoping that once the center is built you're going to go past you're going to visit you're going to see what it's all about and see what your money went to help building thank you mike thank you you, lovely lovely having you on the show let's take a break we'll be right back this is life links with a dl link 21 minutes past 12 o'clock. The wonderful parlor tones. I'll be there. I'm 
remember on, on this station just a few years ago, the Parlotones coming into the studio and playing live for us. Fantastic and certainly beautiful music on the DL Link show. This is the show where we connect you through insights, information and illumination here on 101.9 High FM. So we're dedicating the first part of the show to just looking at these, these heroes, these people who gave of their time, um, gave of their energy, um, whether they were giving money or, or, or answering phones or doing whatever, um, just so that the DL Link could reach the dream, the goal, and, and they did. Um, five million rand was raised in just just over um, in 24 hours. And that, of course, going to the building of the Rafuel Center, um, which will hopefully be taking place soon and will certainly keep you updated. Um, wonderful Mike um, Bakala, who was in the studio. Um, he's in grade nine and just going along with his six rand and giving it um, for the charity event. And it's the spirit of the giving of just the individuals and doing things. So it continues, you know, this, this community, it just continues to, to give wonderful stories and not surprises, just wonderful stories. So I have a young gentleman, um, in the studio who I'm going to be talking to in, in a moment, but, um, I have his, his father on the line who we're going to chat to first, Mark Hummel. Mark, welcome. Lovely to have you on the, on the show. Thank you, Nikki. Thank you very much. I, I do want to start off by, by wishing you long life, Mark. I'm so sorry for the passing of your father. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. So this is a, um, you know, very emotional week for you, having lost your father. But then, of course, your your son connecting to something so incredible because you your your father passed. He, he had cancer, Mark. Sorry, it's just a bad line. I know. I'm so I'm so sorry. We we do have a bad line, and it's um it's 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 often difficult for our people on the phone to hear what I'm saying. So if you don't hear me, please let me know, and I certainly will repeat myself. So, Mark, you had had an association with the DL Link before. Sorry, just had you had you been associated with your father fighting cancer? Had you been associated at all? Oh, he didn't have cancer. No, no, my father had a heart attack in the middle of June, um, and he was really, really sick. He, he was in ICU for nine weeks, and he was recovering very nicely, um, and then he just took a turn for the worse, and he was in a rehab center for a week, and he was readmitted to hospital on Friday the 24th of August, and his organs just gave up, and he, he passed away on the Monday, last Monday the 27th of mm. August. So sorry, Mark, for you and thank, and, and for your family. Thank, um, but, thank you. But of course, Yechiel wanted to do, your son wanted to do something special in, in honor of your father. Did he tell you what he was going to be doing? He didn't tell me he was going to do in honor of my dad. You know, we were sitting shiver the whole week. And he told me he was going to help out. You know, it was, he had just finished prelims and it was taking his mind off all of us sitting shiver. He didn't want to be at home on his own. And he told me he wanted to go and help with a with with a DL Link um, charity drive, and he you know he sent me a message after it started to say he'd raised some of the money, um, but he didn't give an extent of how much it was, um, and you know it was just unbelievable when he told me that he was doing it in honor of my dad that he was raising these funds. <laughs> And, and, and he did so well and it, it's so much, um, you know, healing and giving that happened. So I'm going to, I'm going to bring Yechil into the conversation. Um, Yechil, welcome. Great to have you on the show. Thank you. 
Um, and I'm sorry for your loss. We, we wish you long life, Yechiel. And as your father said, you know, sitting shiver, you've just finished prelims, you're in mourning, um, and you know that the DL Link are looking for volunteers. What, what made you go along there and, and help out at this, at this stage of your life with everything happening? I'd registered before, but then I thought to myself, should I still do it or should I not? And I would think, what would my grandfather say to me? And I know that he would be the first one to support me to go and um, help out at the DL Link. So you went there? Yes. And you started, what time did you start? Last when You said you started on there? On Thursday. I started at the time they started, at 12 o'clock. And how, how were those phones? Did it start off a little bit slowly? How was it going? Yeah, it was starting off a little bit slowly. I heard people starting to whistle for getting donations over a thousand rand. So I started to worry, where's mine, where's mine? And then a few <laughs> minutes later, it, it came. And that's it. So, so do you know how much money you raised? Um, not entirely. I'm not but, too but sure. Be, but people are raving about how well you did because yeah. you, you came back the next day, didn't you? Yeah. Okay. And, and, and sitting there with thinking about your grandfather, raising these funds, then hearing that the target had been met, how did you feel? I definitely felt honored. It felt like I felt very grateful and I knew that I was a part of it. Mm. Yeah, so I, like I felt like my, no, if maybe I never helped out, they wouldn't have reached their goal. What did you know about the DL Link beforehand? No, I knew the work that they did and how well they did it for the cancer warriors in their care. Fantastic. Sorry, Mark, what were you saying? No, nothing, nothing at all. Oh, okay. Um, uh, and, and you, you know, as I said, you know, it's, um, it's such a sad, um, difficult time for you, but to hear your son, um, you must have a lot of nachas. You must be very proud of him. Absolutely. No, it makes me, makes me very proud of him. And it's also, you know, um, if you're with the head of the Chesed Committee at Yeshiva College, and this is just what he's about. It really is. Has he always been like this? Yes, he has. Oh, yeah. Ever since before he's born, that's Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Well, Mark, thank you. Thank you so much. As I said, I'm, I'm just, we, we really are sorry thank for your loss. So thank you for taking time out to, to chat much. with really us. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks so much. So, Yechil, matric this year, how, how were the prelims? Yeah, they were rough. Were they? Huh? Yeah, they were very rough, but... But you know, they say that they're supposed to be rough. Yeah, definitely. It's kind of like a bit of a nudge yeah. to get you going for finals. Yeah. And uh, and then do you have any idea what you're going to be doing next year? Yes, so please God, I'm going to go on MTA with Benakiva to study at Yeshiva Taritzion in the Gush. Wow, for how long? I want to go for at least a year and a half. Fantastic. Well, you'll go with all the stories. You'll go with this fantastic energy that you're carrying with you. Thank you so much for helping the DL Link reach their goal, and especially at this time of your life, and just being an inspiration to our listeners. It's, it was great having you on the show, Yechil. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, 28 minutes past 12 o'clock, and so we move on. Just these wonderful, wonderful stories. We'll continue um, sharing the stories, telling you about the extraordinary people who just come along and help the DL Link, and of course, we will keep you updated as well with regards to the building of the Rafool Center. And we spent a lot of time talking about that last week. But we're going to be moving on. We're going to be looking at mind and we're going to be looking at body and we're going to be looking at well-being. We're going to be looking at homeopathy. And if you'd like to take part in the conversation at all, um, you can always SMS us on 34519. That is 34519. So I'd like to welcome um, Mario. Mario, how do I pronounce your surname? 
Papadopoulos. Papadopoulos. That's you know that's that's pretty simple. Papadopoulos. Mario is um, a, a health and well-being coach, um, and he is in the studio today to talk about mind and body and overall well-being. Mario, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's great. It's great to have you on the show. Good to be here. So, so what is a health and well-being coach? Well, to be quite honest, I don't know because I'm, I don't know. I know what I am, but I, I haven't heard of any other coach who does does what I do. I think it's uh, it's pretty unique, and it's based on my experience in health and wellness. So, what I do is I I help people heal uh, their emotions through their body and as heal emotions through the body yeah, and and improve their lifestyle because uh, the way we the way we look is because of the way we feel so it's kind of like i i use the i use the physical body to tap into the entire body holistically but i i'm a physical physical person i've always been physical and i over the 15 years in the health and wellness industry i've seen this to work and that's what i do so, you know, we, we talk, we spend so much time on, on this show. Um, we interview warriors who have a diagnosis and they are challenging, they, they're facing challenges, all the different treatments they're having to go through. Um, and we talk about also complementary treatments that happen on the show. Um, so we spend a lot of time talking about body um, and, and how there can sometimes be a disconnect between mind and body, all of a sudden when the body has been diagnosed, this body is ill, this body has to be treated, um, and there can be a separation between mind-body. And you, you're a great believer in the connection between mind and body. Um, so, so let's just talk about that. I'm, I'm very interested to really break down this healing emotions through the body. For me, healing emotions, if I'm feeling something, I'm going to talk about it and I'm going to feel better about it. How do I do it through my body? Well, I think, you know, um, we, for me, in my experience, I'm not saying that disease does not exist. Of course it does, but I prefer to interpret it a little differently. So I prefer to look at the person and understand the dis-ease they're experiencing. And because we, we, when we're, we're in, in, a, in a really challenging emotional place, we try to deal with the emotion. And sometimes it's very difficult for us to express ourselves because, you know, it, it, I mean, if you had asked me 15 years ago about how I, I'm feeling, it would be very difficult for me to explain to you how I feel. But if you said to me, I'm going to show you how to do a push-up and a sit-up, and I want you to really engage your body and, and breathe correctly and, and, um, and think about how powerful this is making your body and, and, and then actually be, be conscious of the way you feel after the exercise because there's various different types of exercise mo- movements. I just found that in my experience, people start changing. The, emo- the person that walked in the week before is very different to the person who, who walks in my studio uh, two weeks later just by exercising in a very conscious way. Okay, because I go to gym mm-hmm. and I see people on the treadmill and they're watching TV or they're playing a game or they're chatting. Um, and it seems to be quite a sociable um, thing to do, to chat and to exercise at the same time. So you're saying you really have to connect very consciously um, when you're doing something with your body all the time, I suppose, with your body, that connection. Yeah, I think um, I don't think we want to be too... Um uh, what's it, is it is the word prescriptive about it? I just think that you want to be aware and you want to be conscious. And, and what's very important is uh, when we do exercise, we need to understand why we're exercising. 
you might find those individuals who go to gym and are a bit more social, they might need that social social ability in their lives. But you might find that someone else who's there to heal their emotions and their body will go with a very different mindset and they will train, they will move differently, they will breathe differently, they will stretch differently and they will think differently in that same environment. So, so Mario, when, when you say um, you want to empower people with a more intelligent way of, of how they treat their bodies, yes. how should we be treating our bodies? With respect, with love. Um, we, we, you know, we've got to love ourselves first before we can, we can share it with anybody else. And I think many times we find, our place in a, find ourselves in a place of dis-ease because we just don't know how to love ourselves and we, we might eat the wrong food and too much of it. We might train ourselves excessively hard with being totally unconscious of what the body is actually going through, thinking that we're achieving something. And you might be achieving improved cardiovascular health, but it doesn't mean you're not putting your heart under severe strain. It doesn't mean you're not amplifying this emotional strain that you're experiencing. Um, you're sort of camouflaging it with exercise. So, yeah, I think... Um, Exercise deserves a bit more credit and that mindfulness that goes with it and healthy mm. eating and and uh, thinking about why am I putting this in my body and what I expect, what is the resultant of this quality of food and mm. so on, just bit by bit, mm. but not too prescriptive. Mm. Yeah, but I, I, I like what you're saying about being conscious about that because so many of the like the exercise or the eating or what the posture or whatever we do it so unconsciously we're so unconscious so for people who are listening and they go yes i mean this appeals to me i want to connect um i want to um this dis-ease in my body i want to go there and see what's happening and see the relationship between the mind the body what, what do you suggest how do how do people start where where do we begin well um uh sure it's if you're going to take on this, this this lifestyle transformation on your own, then I think you might just have to take a step back and look at yourself and say, well, who am I? Well, a lot of who I am is water, and and I really do need to breathe. Well, so without those two elements, you know, it, it, you're not really going to exist. So um, I always advise my clients that, you know, start your morning off with that which you really are, which is water. Hmm. Hydrate your body. Um, and, and As you wake up. Drink water. Yeah, yeah. I, I would think so. Yeah, that I, I do that, and that works pretty well for me. It, you know, you hydrate your body. You've you've gone through, hopefully, eight hours, <laughs> eight hours of resting, and yeah, um, you, you know, you, you feel that dryness in your mouth. So naturally, you want to put, you want to hydrate your body. And I don't know how successful we are if we will be if we hydrate. Try hydrate our bodies with with, with coffee. Because for my understanding, for every glass of every cup of coffee, you need four glasses of water. So I would think you'd be dehydrating your body mm. with having a, a cup of coffee besides the – sorry to all the people who love their coffees, but uh, that's just the way it is really. So water and then and conscious breathing. I think um, the, well, I'm sure we'll get to it uh, uh, in a couple of moments. But uh, the program that I developed called Mind Your Body actually taps into those areas. Week by week we start – changing the habits of of the people on the program and one of one, the first week you would um you would make sure that you drink a glass of water every morning and the second week you'd you make sure that you take seven deep breaths when you get out of bed seven deep breaths yeah, seven yeah. deep breaths conscious breath and so it goes on mm. just bit by bit we start changing these habits that kind of hold us back um uh, alter the and changing them 
uh, into something which really does serve us. And if it serves our body, then it will serve our minds. And if it serves our minds, it'll it'll change our emotions. Mm. Yeah. So it's a process. That's Mind right. your body. I love that. And it's only, what, five minutes every morning? Yeah. It's, is it's that enough? Five minutes? Well, it's very interesting you ask that question because the thing is what, what do we – it depends what we want. Um, I, I've been listening to the radio uh, last couple of days, and funny enough, on two different radio stations, they've been expressing the, the serious case of um, cardiovascular disease in our society and how we need to be more active. And – I think there might be a bit of a misconception that in order to improve our cardiovascular health, we need to train for long periods of time at, um, at a really high tempo. Um, there was a study done at Nottingham University where they proved scientifically that in one minute, three times a week, um, so, so for example, you train on a Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. It's a very specific way of training, but it's still proven that in just one minute, three times a week, you can improve your cardiovascular health one minute three That's times right. a week yes yeah but, but that just but that just debunks everything i've ever heard up until this point i mean i've heard 20 to 30 minutes yeah. every day it's good for the heart healthy heart and you're telling me one minute three times a week well look it's it's going to be intense uh, from what i saw the study that did was really intense they put someone on a bicycle and they made him spin for 20 seconds as fast as he could right. and then he relaxed a little bit and then he went again for 20 seconds he relaxed and he went again but that's not something everybody can do but we don't all have to train at that tempo all i'm saying is that it was proven so that's why mind your body takes five, five. minutes mm. it's two and a half minutes of movement and the movement is specifically designed to counter the physical strains you experience on a day-to-day basis because of your posture, the way you sleep, the way you stand, the way you drive your car, the way you sit hunched over at your desk. And that's what makes a program so unique for corporate organizations where um, the program is offered to actually enhance the productivity of employees through really altering the lifestyle habits and patterns of employees within the organization in a, in a short period of time. Wow. Yeah. I mean, how long does it take? 20-something, how many days to break a habit? I think I like said 21. 21 days yeah. to break a habit. Yeah. So you've got five minutes Every day you're building momentum the whole time. Yes. You're building the momentum, but it's not more. It's not more than five minutes, and you're going to start feeling the, the the difference. Yeah, you will definitely feel the difference. And I think um, the remember what you the way you start the program in the first week is very different to where you complete it in the last week because now you're more aware. You you have more mobility. You have more confidence. You're breathing better. You've already started each week now now by that time you're you're drinking a glass of water every morning um you're taking deep breaths you're conscious of the way you eat you make sure you really chew your food and try to taste it instead of just gulp it down and expect your your digest system to break it down so there's many things that happen over the 90 days uh, i'm kind of cheeky in the way that i put the program together because people think that they're just exercising for two and a half minutes but that's what you're doing physically but there are other things that are happening that you're coaching to just subtly doing, and that's where the change happens. Yeah. So after the after the ninety days, you talk about the disease, and we talk about and um, working through the emotions through the body. So the the end result yeah. is that you're connecting. Absolutely. The end res- the end result is that yes. um, the disease in the body yeah. becomes ease. Yeah, a process of, of ease. Absolutely. It's quite interesting because I just mentioned um, love is so important for us to love ourselves and love others. Um, having run the program in one or two companies, um, at the end of the program when I, I asked um, the HR department, I said, well, what are the significant changes that you've experienced um, through the employees being on the program? 
And one of the one of the main things was that they said, well, people are actually now speaking to each other. They're greeting each other. They're more aware of each other because they do it as a group, as a community. So it, it just makes you more aware. And mm. I believe that when you have that awareness, you're in a better place mm. on so many levels. Absolutely. Know. It starts yeah. with awareness. We're going to have a, a quick break, and we're going to be talking homeopathy. And then, Mario, I just want your details if anyone yeah. wants to get hold of you for Mind Your Body. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. This is LifeLinks with a DL link. You're tuned to the DL Link Show, where we connect you through insights, information, and illumination on 101.9 High FM. And he's Seberini, thoroughly enjoying the show. I hope you are too. So we have spoken about homeopathy, and I always find it such a fascinating topic. Um, you know, it has proven consistently to be effective in treating conditions um, for which conventional medicine has little to offer. And yet people are still, you know, the people who are absolute followers of homeopathy and there's some who still think, oh, well, it's, you know, it's not Western medicine and, and therefore we can't prove it. So we want to continue having the discussion on the DL Link show with the experts to look at um, homeopathy. I mean, the World Health Organization has recognized the value of homeopathy as one of the systems of traditional medicine that should be integrated with conventional medicine in order to provide adequate global health care. That is the World Health Organization. So I'm very excited to have Dr. Um, uh, Dorian Lilly, who is um, a homeopath in Pretoria. And uh, I mean, he's got a family of um, his father, his grandfather. This is a, a lineage of, of homeopaths. So I'm, I'm really happy that um, Dorian has taken time out to to share his expertise with us. Um, Dr. Lilly, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Nikki. Can you hear me? I can hear you, and you probably can't <laughs> hear me very well. The line's a little bit faint, so if I if I now and again ask you to repeat yourself, please bear with me. You can, with the greatest of pleasure. It'll be my pleasure to do that. I know we do have a a, a problem with our lines, so please feel free to ask me if, if you don't hear me. Um, Dr. Lilly, let's just talk about homeopathy, um, what it really is. I mean, I know that the principle is um, like will be cured by like. It's the law of similars. But maybe you can break that down and just explain how homeopathy works. All right. Well, let's start with the principle. Um, Basically saying that um, similarity can be stated as follows. Those symptoms which a substance can cause when administered to a healthy person are the very symptoms which that substance can cure when administered to a sick person. So in other words, basically, what a substance can cause, it can also cure. Okay. So if we take a very simple example that most people are exposed to, everyone has at some stage cut a red onion in preparing a meal. Yes. And if you're not careful you will definitely be aware of the effect it has on your nose, on your eyes, causing um, a lot of burning, tearing, sneezing, uh, varying from person to person, obviously, depending on how sensitive you are. Sure, sure. We know that only too well. Red onion, which is called Allium sepa, 
is often used with the common winter cold symptoms of copious watery discharge, burning nasal discharge, congestion, watery eyes, and lots of sneezing. So that is a very basic example of like cures like. So the onion causes the, the, the nose and the mouth and whatever and the eyes to respond just like you can have um, a flu virus that will cause that. Exactly. So let's say a patient comes to see me and they've got streaming nose, burning nose, itchy eyes, you know, the typical common cold. I'm then going to know that that adempsipa is the closest remedy that's going to resemble those symptoms. Therefore, that is the remedy that will be prescribed. And what it does is, basically, the homeopathic system is a curative system of therapeutics, which means that it doesn't suppress or palliate, nor does it act as a replacement therapy. And the term curative does not mean that the symptoms merely disappear. It actually restores the patient's constitution to a state of ongoing vigor, health and balance, experienced both mentally and physically. Obviously, on that dynamic, you're looking at more constitutional treatment. Mm -hmm. You're definitely not going to cause that amount of improvement to the person's mental well-being while using Allium Sepa. That's more of a symptomatic remedy. So you get remedies that act symptomatically for very superficial symptoms, and then you get very deep-acting constitutional remedies, which actually are um, chosen according to the law of similars, matching a remedy picture that is produced in a healthy person, which closely resembles those that your unhealthy sick person is presenting to you, which is basically what we call then your homeopathic minimum. Hmm. And that is more, that's the in-depth interview that a homeopath will then go through with you when you see them the first time. They will discuss all of your physical symptoms, and then they will go deeply into your imprinting as a child, your genetics, you know, what you've carried from your mom and your dad and your granddad and everyone. There's certain themes that do run through families, you'll notice, I'm sure. Sure. You know, cancer. Um, high blood pressure, cholesterol, these things will all be important. And then, of course, your patient's life experience, what they've been through, um, emotional traumas, things that have changed their perspective of life, how they see life due to their experiences, is often creates a delusion within a person. Mm. You start viewing life maybe with suspicion once you have been betrayed by three, four men already, you tend to then approach the next relationships with a bit of a jaded jaded feeling. And there are certain remedies that can really help change that for you and then attract maybe a better person to you. You know, wow. that remedy would naturally be Nat Muir. And if you look that remedy up, you'll see it's for repeated heartache. Um, Hmm. That's a basic example of the death of homeopathy. Wow. I mean, I, I never really knew that. I mean, I, what you were talking about, the symptoms, like I, I, that's what I was thinking of. You know, if you've got a sore throat, you take a homeopathic yes. remedy. But I love this, the whole constitutional remedies because it really yes. brings in you know, this holistic um, approach, the, bo- the person. An, an example, you, know, you often get people coming to you with, 
a very serious, um, like rheumatoid arthritis, let's say. And you'll ask them, you know, well, you are now 40 and you're coming to me with rheumatoid arthritis. Um, when did this start? And they'll say, well, it started a year ago. So I'll say to them, but you had no symptoms until a year ago. Hmm. And then I'll say, what happened around about that time that these symptoms began? And you'll often find 99% of the time there was a shock of some kind. Hmm. There was a triggering factor. In other words, this rheumatoid arthritis was lying dormant, just waiting for some change in the vital force, a shock, a loss of a loved one, a, a loss of a business, loss of money, or even a change of life, change of hormones going from going into menopause that can often trigger these things off. So that causation, that, that thing that triggered it is of vital importance for your choice of remedy for that person going forward. <laughs> Whether if it's a heartache, you obviously think of NACNIA being a very important remedy for a heartache and a heartbreak. If it's a loss of a loved one, too. But for loss of money, there's certain remedies that cover financial failure causing symptoms. So it's extremely in-depth. Wow. Wow. Fascinating. Um, Dr. Lily, we're going to take a quick break. Please stay with us so we can continue with the discussion. This is LifeLinks with a DL link. So we're talking health and well-being. We're talking homeopathy here on the DL Link Show on 101.9 High FM. Maria Papadopoulos is in the studio. Dr. Dorian Lilly is in uh, on the line. Um, he's a homeopath in Pretoria. And Dr. Lilly, it, it fascinates me. So your father um, and your grandfather, both homeopaths, and you um, have never, ever used conventional medicine. Never, ever. I've never even been vaccinated um, as a little one. You know, for me, it, was, it wasn't it was even a question. This is how we were brought up. There was no question about any any other choice. Right. You know, I didn't even know anything else existed until I was more aware as a youngster. Until the age of 9, 10, I never realized there was anything else but homeopathy. So... <laughs> Gee, so, so, so you were so you were brought up. If you were feeling a certain way, it would it would be a few little drops or a little bit of powder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And your little and your little granules. And I thought, well, that is what medicine tasted like. Right. I never realised there were other options. Gee, and and so when did so this is interesting. So I, I'd like to know. I mean, so was this carried through in the kind of food that you ate? Um, was your upbringing more the the natural approach? Did it extend to all areas of your life? You know, my dad always taught balance to us as little ones, you right. know, um, you, you know to, to be so exclusive in everything, it, it just becomes so difficult. Mm. So what I try and install in my patients is that, you know, you can cheat, have your treats, but generally speaking, try and stick to a healthy diet, a healthy balance of fruit, vegetables, try and decrease the red meat intake as much as possible. Nowadays, I think it's a no-brainer. Our red meat, unless it's organic or venison, is full of hormones. Um, our milk products are full of hormones unless it's organic. And it's, the only way you can prove that is if you've actually got the cow in your garden. Mm. So, you know, we, 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 we were taught balance. Have a glass of wine if you want to. Have a nice beer. My dad enjoys craft beer, mm. and I enjoy one with him now and again. But don't overdo it, you know. And also, we were brought up with exercise as being a very important aspect to life. 
for your emotional well-being as well as your physical well-being. Mm. So I try get my patients to exercise, to bring balance to their lives, um, not being totally exclusive and saying they may not eat anything bad. I mean, that's crazy. You've got to have balance. But just keep the general rule healthy, you know, um, and you'll find that I find anyway, if I just get my patients to eat better and exercise, the need for medication actually does fall away with some sure, patients. They right. don't actually need medicine for their blood pressure and for things like that. Most of these people have health issues mm. and they're just not exercising and mm. eating correctly. Mm. They just need and to change And if you balance that, that out um, with your homeopathic remedies, obviously as a bonus, um, you, you very quickly get to where the patient needs to be. Dr. Lily, I want to ask you two questions. So the first, just off of the question of you never going on any conventional medicine, how is your health? Did you ever get very sick? Did you ever suffer from a severe <laughs> illness that your father went, oh, maybe we've got to yeah, use something else? Sorry, I have to ask. No, of course, I do get sick. But you know, the, the illnesses I get are very superficial. But most people do carry a lot of genetic baggage coming from our forefathers in the genetic stream um, that we carry from, from generation to generation. And sometimes you can be at a disadvantage genetically. Okay. And that is where, no matter how healthy you are, you might still pick up problems. But for me, luckily, you know, I've had no issues and I definitely attribute um, my health to the amount I exercise. I'm a little bit extreme, so I definitely wouldn't expect any of my patients to train like I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I I do a lot of cardio and a lot of weight training every 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 week, but that's because I enjoy it. You know, mm. I'm a little bit of an extremist as far as that goes. Okay. But if I get my patients just to do do thirty percent of what I do, I'm I'm very happy. And and Dr. Lily, last question, and then we're going to have to go. Um, home, the, you talk about the constitutional remedies, the what the remedies for symptoms is homeopathy. Homeopathy. Do you have to take remedies every single day? Like there's some people who on certain all. medications for years. Not at all. Your your constitutional remedy, which is the one that's doing all the hard work in the background, is only once a night before bedtime. But your, your, your acute remedies you'll only use if you have got any symptoms to treat in the day. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you won't be taking that if you're feeling fine. It's more of a deeper acting. In other words, if I'm treating you, 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 there's a strong family history, let's say, of cancer. You, know? you can't treat cancer once it's there because that's already the end of the stage. Mm-hmm. But you can once a week or once every second day get anti-cancer medicines that help target cancer cells and kill them before they become active. Mm-hmm. Dr. Lily, how, pe- how, can people get hold- how can people get hold of you? Um, um, email is probably the best. Can I give you the email? Please do. It's admin, yes. A-D-M-I-N. Yes. At homprac, H-O-M-P-R-A-C. Yes. Fantastic. Dr. Lily, thank you so much. It's been fascinating. We've loved having you on the show. Thank you very much. It's always a pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow, fascinating, fascinating. Admin at homeprac.co.za. And Mario, for those who are interested in your Mind Your Body program, your 90-day program, how do they get hold of you? Well, uh, I think email is best. It's a bit of a lengthy one, but it's m dot yes p a p a d o p o u double l o s seventy six at 
gmail.com. You've got to get a simpler email address. <laughs> Once I know, they'll never forget it. They'll never forget <laughs> it. Um, well, thanks, Mario. Fascinating and really great having you on the show. Thank you so much, Nick. Thank you. And, and thank you for tuning in. It's always such a pleasure to spend this hour with you. I hope you've learned something about this mind, body, homeopathy. Always great to expand our minds and to see what else is out there. We're all striving for healthy minds and healthy bodies. And once again, thank you for helping us raise those incredible funds. From me, Nikki Seberini, until next week, you do take care. Goodbye.